Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin, brought to you by Blue Bet. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my News Corp colleague, racing journalist Matt Jones, who you will know from news.com.au, and also pro punter Brad Miller, otherwise known as At Horse Miller 3. Gentlemen, how are we? Good, Tim. Yeah, good, Tim. All right, today on the show, we're going to have a look at five races, Sydney and Melbourne. Starting to get a bit better, these races, aren't they? Over the next couple of weeks, we'll see a, a vast improvement heading towards the spring. But uh, we have $100 on five races. We'll also have our best bet of the day. All right, let's get cracking. $100 from Bluebet. Race 5, Caulfield, the Vane Stakes, Group 3. Uh, what do you think, Brad? Yeah, good little race, this one. Um, I'm assuming the spacewalk's going to Sydney. I don't know whether you've heard anything, Matt. I'm assuming it's running in the Rosebud. Yeah, I I think so. Um, James McDonald's booked, so I, I think that's a good push that it's staying in Sydney, but um, I'm acting as if it's in this race too. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm working on it going to Sydney, otherwise I think it's going to be really hard to beat. Um, the knock for people on Alpha 1 is going to be him getting to 1,100 again, having sort of failed there previously. But I just think he's going much better this time in, and he just keeps improving with each run. Um, after a very quick sort of first 200 at Moody Valley, I love the way he sort of came back under Damien Lane uh, and just ran along at a nice even tempo. I thought he then railed really well in his Melbourne leg, um, had a little gear change there as well with the bubble cheeker, and he just pinged home running the best last 200 of the day from the front. Um, I don't think anything was going to get near him if they went another 100 or 150 metres. Uh, so if he relaxes again for Damien Lane, he can control it in front. Um, also drops 59 kilos down to 56, and he's hard fit against a few of these that are first up. Um, I think they're just going to find it very tough to beat him. So I'm just going to back him. I'm going to have my 100 to win on the five Alpha 1. Okay. Now, look, I've followed Semyon. I like it out of the three. Hawks, McNeil, around that $758 mark with Bluebet resumes after uh, 19 weeks and, and placed uh, when trialling at Rose Hill. Look, it resumes... Uh, well, around uh, second at Caulfield. Last time it was first up. I think it's beautifully placed here. I'm going to have 50 each way on the toppy. Number one, Semion. Matty? Yeah, good race. Um, I was actually standing next to Paul Snowden when Alpha 1 um, scored at the Valley last start. And, uh, we were standing next to each other at Rose Hill and he was saying to me that Alpha 1 needs, at the, at the point of the turn, he said he wanted something to go with it because the horse is still learning and sometimes when it's out in front, it just thinks the job's over a long way out from home and he said come on I want something to go with my horse here so it knows what you know to get going and knows it's in a race and I said I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> because it was often gone at, at the turn and just it just kept going so the petty may have dropped um, I'm, I agree with Brad I'm, that was only a 9.55 metre race this is a completely different setup. the horse is still learning the 1100 is the query but like you said Brad going a lot better Semyon though <clears throat> do you, maybe even leads with Alpha 1 outsider I just think with the gates, a bit of a better setup. Comes out of stronger racing. Has raced well at Caulfield before. Um, the class factor, I think, might be there. But if Alpha One's going to beat it, it's 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 on Saturday because it's got the fitness on its side. This Milan, um Peter Moody source, showed a lovely turn of foot on debut at Flemington. And I think this might be the colt that sits just behind the speed and tries to explode late. And Spacewalk, yeah, Brad, the class... Um, has form around even going back to the Predators plate with Sajardin where it was caught three wide, no cover the whole way and 
still stuck on for a fifth. And I think, and it's beaten Alpha One at Canterbury too. So difficult race, but I'm going to have my 100 on semi on. I just think the class factor better set up. And I think it might just be a touch too good, but Alpha One's a huge danger. Yeah, race six is a group three as well. Uh, Brad, three-year-old fillies, what do you think? Yeah, another good little race. Uh, I like the 12 waltz on by here. Um, they can all mature and develop at different rates. Um, and the jump out suggests that she'll go to another level as a new season three-year-old. Um, after being sort of competitive as a two-year-old without threatening at the top level, uh, under very little urgings, she sort of surged through the line to win the heat, um, and there was just a lap full of horse under under the rider there. Um, Malane's no slouch. That's the one Matt just mentioned, and she well and truly had his measure. She just went straight past him. Um, Jamie Carr booked for Peter Moody. Uh, I think it's a really good chance. I'm going to have my main bet or sort of my main winning um, result on it. So I'll have 50 a win on what's on by, and. Um, one coming down from Sydney for the Snowdens, I'm pretty keen on the Snowdens having a decent day on Saturday, uh, is the three, Ebhar. Um, I really liked the fight in the debut win at Caulfield, and then things just didn't go to plan in Sydney. Since had a trial over 1,050 metres, looked absolutely outstanding, went to the front and bolted in. Um, the problem for her is she just needs to relax and finish off at the 1,100 uh, the ability is definitely there, and I want her a good winning result. So, um, looks like Kieran McAvoy sort of picked this one out as his ride to to come down to Melbourne just to ride it. So, I'm going to have my other 50 a win on the three Ebhar. Yeah, I like the number 12 uh, waltz on by. I think it draws to do no work. Uh, it's had quite a spell, um, but won't be far away in the run. Waltz on by number 12, Peter Moody, around that $657 mark with Bluebet. Uh, Jamie Carr on board. I'm going to have 50 each way. Waltz on by. Matty? I'm still trying to figure out why this Ojai, the the Godolphin horse, is $19 on Bluebet. I think that's a really good price. Um, um, she, I love the trial. A quiet one in behind. I think she trailed better than in the Congo and Converge um, under James McDonald. The form is sensational. Um, it's obviously that um, slipper form with the Riesling and the Silver Slipper, the Widden. Um, I think the barrier is obviously the issue, but it's Craig Williams on. I think she's well over there at $19. Um, Ebhar, the firmer track is what is needed. Um, top trial form. Um, so I, I, I think this horse has obviously come back much better. This, these, are, these are hard races because we had a very, very wet autumn, as we know, and I think we're going to have a lot of surprises in the three-year-old races, um, at least while it's dry in the spring. So um, I'm loving you. I thought that was a, a – got a really good ride last start, which was back in February. Ken missed the kick a, a bit, so I'm a little worried about that. And Lady Lugana, good form. I think trialled up like – this horse, she was prime prime to go fresh, so I think the um, the, ho- the horse is um, going to start a little overs here um, at twelve dollars too for Annabelle Nisham. but um, oh hi, nineteen dollars on Bluebet. I'll have fifty each way on it. Yeah, too well. That'd be a nice return if it gets home. Uh, next week, of course, we've got the Wink Stakes, which is which is Group One. Um, but uh, tomorrow in Sydney, if we sort of the pick of the race is probably this race eight, Rosebud listed for three year olds. Brad, yeah, um, decent sort of race. Probably not to the standard of the Victorian races um, this week, but 
obviously at listed level, but I do think um, there's a couple here that go all right. So the three spacewalks one we talked about earlier, you know, sort of working on it running in this race. Um, again, improved his rating with each run at the end of his two-year-old season and the trials suggest he's improved dramatically um, and he's just absolutely flying coming into his three-year-old season. Had a synthetic trial, he was under a hold, sort of loomed up outside them strongly and then a soft track trial under a hold again on the heels of, you know, horses of the stand, the calibre of um, Malkovich and, and Snapdancer uh, and there was a big gap to the rest of them. So there's just a real watch on this Exosphere cult for me, um, for a race like the Golden Rose even um, and J-Mac jumps on for Godolphin. So... I think it's a really good chance in this. I'm going to have 80 a win on it. Um, and the gay bot runner, the five, I don't know whether it's Kaibu or Kibu. I think it might be Kaibu. Um, he's a Maurice Gelding. Improved his rating with each outing in his debut prep. Needs to go to a new level again here. Uh, but the trial when he loomed up outside Zuccarino, you know, big strider and put him away suggests that he has. Admittedly, Zuccarino was under a hold and sort of used as a bunny out in front. Um, and the roles are likely to be reversed, but um, he's just a nice type. He'll be hard on speed. They'll have him fit. Um, so I want to have the, the Quinella with him as well. I think he's going to run really well. So 80 a win on the three Spacewalk and $20 Quinella on the three Spacewalk and five Kaibu. How good's Maurice going? I went up to Arrowfield a few years ago with, with John Massara when he just brought Maurice out, you know, the beast from the east. But, you know, Mazu wins the Everest and it just takes it to a whole new level. I know it, uh, you know, Nature Strip's going to be a very short price favourite, but Maurice is doing extraordinarily well, um, isn't he, uh, Matty? Yeah, there's, there's a few good Japanese breeds mm. coming through. Yeah, Interesting bloodline, isn't it? Um, going to be highly influential um, in Australian racing for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think of Race 8? Well, I loved the debut win of Zuccarino. I thought it was a sensational win. Um, the horse has picked up gate three. You know, John O'Shea's obviously held this horse back. I, I, like, I like those types when they're not... This horse wasn't pushed hard as a two-year-old, just held him back, held him back. And that was a very, very good win. Sets up well. Kaibu, um, I think Regan Bayless got off him last start and said the horse still has no idea what he's doing. Yet he keeps winning. So that's a, a great sign. And like Brad said, every win, every run, he improves out of sight. So that's obviously what you want to see. Um, the one to beat and the deserved favourite. Um, I think, though, Kaibu's 310 on blue bet. And Zuccarino's five fifty, um, possibly the right, possibly right. But I was just like the five fifty on Zuccarino. I think from barrier three, we'll get a suck run. We'll know how good it really is. Um, and I'm going to back it to win. So I've got my hundred dollars to win on Zuccarino, just with the setup and a bit of um, gut feel that the horse just might go to another level at the start too. Yeah, I like Zuccarino as well, number 11 out of the three. I love the fact that Brenton Avdala retains the ride as well. Uh, very impressive uh, on the Kensington. And uh, I'm not. I'm going to be a bit more conservative than you, though. I'm going to have 50 each way. I won't have the 100, but uh, I'll take the 50 each way at around that $5.50 with Bluebet. All right, when we return, there's a bit of Group 2 racing in Melbourne. Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. 
expert tips, previews, live streaming and place bets faster than you can say, that's the Ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, Brad, let's have a look at uh, race seven in Melbourne. Uh, which way are you going there? Yeah, I thought coming into the meeting, um, this was going to be, you know, my best bet of the day and I'd be all over it. But the uh, the price has really gone off. It was $8 all in and now it's sort of two fifty. this um, Uncommon Jones, the Queensland visitor. So... Um, I don't really like betting in that price. I'm, I'm going to try and bet around it. I respect Lombardo. Um, goes well at the track. Uh, I do think he's going to find it tough, though, with the big weight up against some quality animals down in the weights. Um, the six showmanship um, is just a very good animal, this guy. He's seven wins from nine starts. His only misses, um, he was sort of unlucky at Belmont and then beaten three quarters of a length in the Wongoom first up on a heavy 10 last prep. Um, I think he was a group one horse in waiting before the injury and a, and a long layoff. He had about two years off uh, before that Wongoom run. Um, he thrives with a little bit of give in the ground, which he looks likely to get. Um, he's fitter this time around than he was first up last time. And he'll get a soft run from gate one, just can cruise in behind them and sort of pounce as they come off the fence later in the day. So uh, I'm not sure that will be a big negative first up at all. So I'm going to have my main bet on him. I'll have 60 a win on showmanship, number six. And then obviously Uncommon James, I'm a huge fan of this horse. I think he's a potential group one horse, um, for a race like the Rupert Clark Stakes, if they end up going that way. He could smack them here. So um, I do want to have him a winning result. So I'll have the exacta. I'll have $40 on the 11 to win and six showmanship to run second. Yeah, I'm just going to have it all on Uncommon, Uncommon James. I can see what you're saying there for sure. But out of the seven... Um, Winner of four in a row. It's hard to go past it. Uh, likely to race on the speed. Uh, this is race seven at Caulfield. We're talking about this listed race over 1,200. Matty, what do you think? Oh, I'm going past it. I can't have 240 about Uncommon James. <laughs> um, gee, there's been some support for it. Open 270, quickly crunched into 250, down to 240. Um, they like it to keep going, but it is bringing up Queensland benchmark 78 form. Um Horse on the rise, obviously, um, but I just think the tough old, not old, but tough Lombardo is a group one winner. Um, flies fresh, loves the track. Barry 11's that little query, as is the weight, of course, but the horse deserves the weight. Um, Common James is benchmark horse. This is a group one horse. So I want to back it to at the price, uh, $7 on blue bet. Um, showmanship as well, huge um, watch, um, particularly in the yard, um, but he's a natural winner. As Brad said, that does race well here too. The horse should... Is it going to get better though at this stage of its career? That's what I want to know. Um, but from barrier one, it will get the suck run. I need a little luck to get out. Rangers comes from a Ramorny and the Ramorny is obviously a great... It's a bush bush race in New South Wales, but one of the, the best bush sprints in the state, well, in the country at least. And um, Gem Song came out of that and we saw what Gem Song did last, last weekend and almost caused a big upset in the feature there at at, um, at Randwick. Needs it dry though, Rangers, and I think he'll get it. But I just want to have $7 on Lombardo. I think it's a nice price for a, a proven horse. So I'll have my 100 on Lombardo to win. 
All righty. What about race eight in Melbourne for you, Brad? It's a it's a group two this one. Yeah, the PB Lawrence over fourteen hundred. Geez, I found this a tricky race. Um, the last three winners are all mares. Um, in fact, four of the last six. I think it's Sierra Sue, Sabatiano, Mystic Journey. There's no mares going around here. Um, I might even just go through. It's only a small field, so I might even just go through them runner by runner. Um, we've got the the toppy Regal Power, you know, and Mr. Brightside, one and two. They're probably the best horses in the race. Regal Power, I would expect, would need the run. Um, Mr. Brightside's probably going to be a little bit more forward, gets a good map. Craig Williams, definite winning hope. The three streets of Avalon, um, if he gets a good track, you know, he's a multiple group one winner over this distance at Caulfield. Wasn't fit first up. Um, if he gets the right conditions, he's one. He's a bolter who can surprise at a big price. The kind of race he bobs up and wins at twenty to one. Um, the four Scalapini, um, definitely in the game. Probably the one to beat for me. Um, so can get sort of forward handy. Uh, has some good figures. Gets to fourteen hundred again, which is probably his best trip. That thirteen fourteen hundred meter trip. It's probably his go. Um, King of Sparta form should stand up. Didn't last week. I uh, just don't think he handled the straight. He got keen. Buffalo River, if it's soft, can be on speed and run really well. Um, fresh. Asar's probably outclassed. The seven I'm Superman goes well first up, can run a good number. Um, the eight elephant, you know, meets Mr. Brightside much better at the weights for their first up meeting last time. He can run well, but he probably goes back. And the nine Uncle Bryn, you know, is another horse poorly rated but won really well first up in much lower grade um was a much bigger price um early shopping it's been taken and i probably just can't be backing him at the price he is now at around that's 11 dollar mark but he's a class animal what i'm going to do is i'm going to have 80 a win on the four scalopini and then if the track is firm look if it's a good four even a soft five i'm gonna i'm gonna have 20 a win on the three streets of avalon as well just because it is the kind of race you can bob up and win so that's the way i'll be playing it scalapini's been great for its owners uh eight-year-old gelding now oh look i like i am superman you mentioned before that the snowdens are going to have a good day at caulfield i think they will uh now returns from nine weeks let up um Goes so well first up. Uh, they won the trial at Rose Hill. Look, I reckon it'll be right up there. Uh, so I'm going to have I Am Superman. $50 each way. Good four tomorrow at this stage at Caulfield. Matty. Well, that's what I Am Superman needs. The Stonens have... They've had to change plans with this horse a few times over the past sort of 18 months with wet tracks and that, but certainly needs a dry track. Um, has had three wins at the 1,400 metres. Goes well fresh. Huge threat. I just think Mr. Brightside, um, it's a Doncaster winner. Um, first up form's pretty good. And I just think the class factor might get him home. I think this is a, quite a weak edition of this race um, this year. But um, certainly an open sort of affair. But there's no um, no out-and-out superstar in it that you sometimes get resuming first up. Uh, Elephant's form's nice. Um, loves the trip. One here before. And Scalopini. Yeah, I'm, I'm still... I know King of Sparta, it was an experiment putting him up the straight last start to see how he handled it. But I'm still not sure about his form overall. So I'm just going to back Mr. Brightside's class factor. Craig Williams, barrier four. I think he can just get the job done. Um, so I'll have the $100 
on Mr. Brightside at $3.40 on Bluebet. All righty. So there you go. Um, Happy punting. We've had $100 on five races. Next up, we're going to have our best bet of the day for Bluebet. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Brad, your best bet, where do you find it tomorrow? Yeah, I'm sticking to Caulfield. Uh, I'm going to go with race nine, number nine, Pasquero. Um, returned at a high level when close up in a good race up the straight, which I thought was a positive sign. Then just had some blood issues going into the planned second up run. I think he, from memory, was either scratched or didn't accept, um, and they saved him for a 1,200 at Caulfield. Um, he was slow away there, used up mid-race, just never looked comfortable, then copped a squeeze going for a run and he sort of cracked the shits there. So it wasn't ideal, but the stable said they would be happy if he finished top three in that and he drifted in the betting on the day as well. So I'm thinking um, that was potentially just a top-up run for him for third up at 1,400. Um, and if he can reproduce something like his third-up run last preparation when he booted clear at Flemington only to be run down by pinstriped, um, very late, you know, in behind were Cap Devant and Forgot You, like good animals. Um, I think he'll be winning this race. Bit of a sign of intent there. I think Damien Lane back on is a huge tick uh, and I expect him to be assertive early from gate two and, and hopefully push forward. So I'm going to make him my best bet. Caulfield, race nine, number nine, Pascaro with blue bet. I like this four-year-old, I am invincible mare, she's all class, and I, I think she's ready to win tomorrow. Uh, this is race three in Caulfield, um, and uh, number four, she's all class, Ma Eustace, it's around that $2.60 mark, uh, I think that, you know, she's just ready to win place last start at Caulfield, went fresh, be better for the run, so she's all class is my better the day, Matt. I'm going with Rose Hill, uh, race five, number five, this Frumos, um, three from three, undefeated, Chris Waller, Hugh Bowman on, I think Torfik Lass is the only horse in the race that can probably beat it on form with the fitness, but and we're getting $2 here for Frumos, but I think that's not too bad. I think it's one of the better $2 bets of the day going around. So it's my best bet. I think shows a superior turn of foot to the rest. Soft five. Um, this horse could be anything. Uh, it was a sensational win last start when it got held up in the straight and it looked a bit dicey. And then once it got clear air, it just it just flew. And um, I think it's the best bet of the day. Race five, number five in Sydney. Yeah, it's getting exciting. We're just a few weeks away from the warmer weather and this wonderful uh, racing both in Melbourne and Sydney with the Spring Carnival. That's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to you, Matty. Thanks, Brad, as well. Hopefully we've picked you some good wins there. And, of course, always bet with your head not over it. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See you, guys. See you, guys. Building. 
Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.